This is your wake up call. Wake the fuck up. The Breakfast Club, the show you love to hate. From the East to the West Coast. DJ Envy. Angela Yee. Charlemagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show because this is a voice to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earn that. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning and they, they want to hear that Breakfast Club. The world's most dangerous morning show. We in the mother. We in the Good morning, Good morning Angela Yee. Charlemagne is still off, and it's Monday! Look at this. I'm getting all kinds of gifts here from over the holidays. Yeah, there's still there's a lot of boxes here. There's a lot of packages here. I mean, we've been going for, what, three and a half weeks, four weeks? Three weeks. Three weeks. <laughs> and it's back to work, back to business. Hopefully you guys had a great vacation. Mine was wonderful. I really just sat on my ass and did absolutely, positively nothing. And I enjoyed it so much. Last night, I did go to Disney on Ice. If you haven't been to Disney on Ice, that is something you need to go to. I mean, I, I know I'm, I'm, a, I'm an adult, but I still had an amazing time. I mean, that you know, the chicken fingers and french fries are expensive. The hot dogs and the, the pretzels are expensive. But Disney on Ice is amazing. I had a great time. I was actually singing Let It Go with, with my kids. So I had a great time. How was your, your vacation? Well, I didn't have, I didn't anticipate having that extra first week off, so I had a lot of things to do here in New York City. I hosted a screening for that movie, Escape Room, which is out now. Um, you know, of course, I watched Surviving R. Kelly. I watched Bird Box. I got to catch up on a lot of things. I normally don't watch a lot of television, so fortunately for me, I got a chance to do that. I went to Detroit to work on my documentary. Shout out to Rocky Bad. Uh, she had... You know, been through a lot of different things, if anybody's been following her story. So it was her first time performing since she had been uh, in a situation where she had gotten beat up and jumped. She's a rapper from Detroit. So I went to her performance to work on my documentary. And then I went to L.A. because my best friend had twins last year. And I wanted to spend some time with her because that's my best friend. I don't get a chance to see her too much. So that was a that was pretty much what my vacation was. Okay. A little work, a little bit of socializing, seeing some people who I love and who love me. It was also my birthday over the break, so um, my friends did a surprise little gathering for me at the Brooklyn Nets game. They got a suite and surprised me for my birthday. Okay. And shout out to uh, all the parents out there. I know, uh, you know, it, it's very stressful being a parent. And Friday, yeah, it was Friday, I got a phone call from my son and was like, Dad, there's a gun in the school. And all I could think about was all the mass shootings and shootings and everything that's going on. So I, I did it. I think his name was John Wick, right? Denzel played John Wick when he had, we had to go save his son. So I played the John Wick, man. I, I jumped in the car. I, I locked and loaded. I put camouflage on. I grabbed my dog. I ran up to the school. Police was like, what are you doing here, man? You better sit in this car. I'm like, I'm not sitting in the car. I'm going to get my son. But, you know, I was I pestered him so much, they actually brought my son to me. They was like, come get your, get your son. Get the hell out of here. But to all the parents out there, man, allow your kids to have their phones in school. I know a lot of times they say you can't have your phone, don't have your phone, you don't need to have your phone, the teachers need to take the phone. No. Allow your kids and tell your kids do not be on Fortnite, do not play video games, do not be on YouTube. Use that phone to call me if there's a problem. Because when I called that school and asked if there was a problem, it was like, no, there's nothing going on. Oh, the, the, there's helicopters flying over the school and there's 20 police cars, but there's nothing going on? No. My son told me there's a problem, I'm there. So, 
Shout to all the parents out there and allow your kids to have their phones in school. All right, well, let's get the show cracking. We got front page news. What are we talking about? Man, and some kids have to go through trauma every single day. Let's talk about Jasmine Barnes. They have arrested a suspect in connection with the death of seven-year-old Jasmine Barnes. We'll give you those details. All right, we'll get into that next and get your ass up. We're back. We're live. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, NFL, the Giants won last night. No, the Giants didn't even play, but they out of here. they right now sitting home, but I had high hopes. Anyway, the Indiana Colts beat the Texans 21-7. The Cowboys beat the Seahawks 24-22. And uh, the Chargers beat the Ravens 23-17 on Saturday. And the Eagles beat the Bears 16-15. All right, now tonight is a national title game, Alabama versus Clemson. That happens at 8 now, what's going on in front page news? Well, let's talk about the death of, of Jasmine Barnes. She was only seven years old. And what they are now saying, because originally, if you were following this story, they were told that uh, some people thought that it was a race situation. They said that there was a white person that was in a red truck that they had found at the scene, fleeing the scene. But now what they're saying is that he probably was an innocent bystander that was fleeing the scene because he heard gunshots. And they have identified two suspects. Uh, now, one person, Eric Black Jr., was arrested in a traffic stop on Saturday for not using his turn signal. He's accused of driving the car used in Jasmine's death. A uh, second person who prosecutors haven't identified, but people have identified Larry Woodruff as the second suspect. Uh, and they're saying that he's currently in custody on drug possession charges, has not been charged in connection with the shooting yet. So originally it was all this outrage because they thought it was a white man who was driving a red pickup truck that was reported at the scene. But they do not believe that the driver of that car is the person that was involved in the shooting. At first, they thought it was racism. Jasmine and her three sisters, they were in their pajamas. They were in their mother's car. And that's when uh, they said another car pulled up and shot into the car and killed the little seven-year-old Jasmine Barnes. Again, condolences go out to that family. So sad. But I'm a little confused. I don't know if we're looking for a white guy. With a no, red they already truck, arrested a black, two suspects. So it, it's it's a black individual. Yes. Two, so who, who said that people. they were white? Who like how did the story come out that there was a white guy? There was with a, a red hood? pickup truck fleeing the scene. A white person was driving that truck, but he was fleeing the scene because he heard gunshots, most likely. So nobody's seen so a white guy. So they're still trying to find figure, him just for questioning, but he's not a suspect anymore. So they sad, actually though. got an anonymous tip, and that's who led them to Eric Black Jr. and to Larry Woodruff, and that anonymous tip was, uh, you know, sent in to. Uh, Sean Sean King, who's a writer and activist that we all follow on social media, and he passed that tip on to the police. Well, either way, condolences to that 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 family and that little girl. My it's goodness, good for them. And, and the mom is saying that at least they have some closure in knowing that they can now bury, you know, have buried their daughter and know who these suspects are. Because I think when something like this happens, you at least want to get somebody arrested for this crime. Absolutely. All right, and the partial government shutdown is still going on. It started on December twenty second. That's all because the Democrats. And, of course, Donald Trump cannot agree on funding for the border wall that Donald Trump so badly wants to build. And he has said that he has no problem with shutting the government down for years over border wall funding. Now, right now, nine out of 15 federal departments are closed. How does that affect you? Well, more than 420,000 federal employees are working without pay. Another 380,000 workers have been furloughed. And the National Zoo has closed. Many national parks are also closed. But the ones that are open, you can see there's a lot of garbage building up. Also, the IRS has mostly stopped working. Only 12% of their staff is working. Is that good? Does that mean we ain't got to pay our taxes? You definitely still have to pay your taxes. You still have to file and pay your taxes as normal. 
But right now, they're not issuing refunds. They're not updating tax forms oh. or answering phone helplines. I don't know if they're going to extend those tax deadlines or not, but in the past, they have done things like that, so we'll see. Oh, I got to pay my taxes, but they can't give me my money back? Oh, but I got to make sure I pay my taxes on time, but I can't get If you're get getting money back, you may want to file your taxes. Goodness gracious. If you're getting money back. Now, if you owe money, that's a different story. Yeah, I ain't getting money back, so. Anyway, all right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800 800- 585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a horrible vacation, a horrible New Year, a horrible Christmas, Whoa. and you've just been waiting to get these things off your or chest. Or maybe you need to lose some weight because you're gaining so much weight, eating so much, and drinking so much, and celebrating over the holidays. Either or. Call us up right now, 800-585-1051. When I started 10 days ago, I said, I'm going to get back on this detox because Christmas and New Year's, oh my goodness. Ah, All right, but get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. John, get it off your chest, John. This is John from Houston South Homicide. I'd like to give my condolences to Jasmine Barnes' family. I just sent you a photo just now, DJ Envy. I made a banner. Mm-hmm. Um, and the world saw the banner with Jasmine. You know, Paul everybody was there. Um, Derek Muhammad. I like to say, Chris and LaPorsha, La um, we you got you have our support. You know, thanks for the whole community to come out together on Saturday at Walmart. That was a blessing for the, the whole community to come together for the first time. And you got to remember, it's, 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 we have to give prayers to the family. Pray for the family. Everybody yes. must ask them that. You know, please give the family, please give the family um, their privacy. Absolutely. You and know, it's great for the tipster know. who actually called in that tip to Sean King because without that tipster, we would not know who did this crime. Yes, we were looking for a red truck. The whole city was. I was out there. Some of my friends, mm-hmm. God, Destiny, and Reviving, Restoring Pearls, we was out there looking for um, the, the whole city was looking, you know, and this happened that it was the wrong person, you know, that's yeah. what it was. So, we, like I said, people just, you know, show so much support. And it's just about Jasmine in the, the day, you know. Absolutely. No one should lose their lives, you know. Absolutely. And uh, I just sent you a picture, and these some um, to Instagram, some Blue Jag, J A G. 1975. Okay. I sent you yesterday. I just recently, like two seconds ago. Oh, I see you. it. Um, I see it. Yeah. If you could please post a banner and let people see the support and love that we have. And it was, man, it was thousands of people out there. There was no fighting, no arguing. Everyone spoke. Um, and it was a blessing to see. We all came together, black, brown, every, every different color came together for, to, to support this. And, you know, you know, that's really it, man. I just thank everybody's support for coming out. All right. Well, thanks for calling. I got your band. I'm going to post it on my Insta Snap, man. All right, thank you. Stay blessed. Lenita! Hey, how you doing? What's up, Lenita? Get it off your chest, mama. Okay, first I want to say hi to you and Charlemagne and Angela. Happy holidays. Happy Happy holidays. You had a good one. Happy New Year. I want to get this off my chest. I have an ungrateful daughter. Uh Uh-oh. I have have two, and um, me and my son bought what my son did. He bought uh, my two little granddaughters. A LOL Mansion House. LOL okay. House. And I've had one of those. Who put yeah. that together, though? Because it took me four hours to I put I didn't know together. you played with that, Envy. Not me, my kids. You said you had one. Oh, no, no, no. It's still, it's still in the closet. Ain't nobody putting it together. Ain't no Bob the Builders over here. Um, but he was like, oh, well, I'm going to bring it here for your house. And I was like, no, you're not because I'm ready to move. And uh, so it's got to go to, you know, one of the girls' house. And my oldest daughter... She usually have the kids more than my other granddaughter ever go to her and her husband, my other daughter and her husband's house. 
So we told them, you know, the house was going to be at, you know, the one house, and they could play with it together. And, and, and she was just really upset. With, you know, and she got her to tell me, well, take it back to Walmart and, uh, oh my gosh. Know, and, and get the money back. And I'm like, I, my back is messed up. I ain't taking it nowhere. Oh, my goodness. And the line is longer to, to return things, right? To buy stuff. So, mm-hmm. and she went around and called it. So, what'd you end up doing? The show ends at 10. What you, what she, what she wound up doing, Mom? She didn't end up doing anything. I'm the mother. The, the dollhouse is still here in the closet. And whenever my daughter, my other daughter comes and gets it and put it in her truck. We're going to take it to her house. All right. Well, I'm glad y'all oh, resolved boy. that. Happy holidays. Yeah, but she's still mad about it. You know? Yeah, okay. She, she said, you want to get mad? You try to put that thing together and put them stickers on that dollhouse, and you're going to get mad. No, I ain't going to do nothing. Because I, I, I didn't want it in my okay. house because I be done stepped on one of them little LOL, and it ain't going to be LOL. LOL. Okay, all right. All right, so, Mama. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, you have a, a great new year, and good luck with your dollhouse. All right, peace from Indiana. Peace. All right, that was like a LOL dollhouse docuseries. I don't know what that was about. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Lewis. Yo. What's up, bro? Morning, Club. What's Happy up? Happy New Year. Get it off your chest, Lewis. Man, I want to get out of my chest. I'm feeling embarrassed this morning, man. Why are you feeling embarrassed, Lewis, man? Hey, man, because I couldn't come through for my girl on Christmas. No, what happened? What you supposed to get her? So here's the deal, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I I let her listen to a recording of me on The Breakfast Club about <laughs> a week prior, maybe two weeks prior to uh, Christmas. And uh, I, I, actually, I let her whole family listen to me, giving her a shout-out or whatever. That's dope. And, That's uh, sweet. And and uh and and uh you DJ Envy uh promising us some uh some God for, uh God versus my enemies. Oh, he didn't send it. And, and, I already know. He send it, so, I know he man, didn't. Hey, I'm so embarrassed, man. I'm, I tell wow. Her, I'm, I'm, hey, man, I got us some shirts for Christmas. <laughs> oh my God. Like hey. I'm so embarrassed this morning, man. Damn, so now you broke up and Envy's the reason. That is a nah, shame. I ain't broke Hey, we didn't we, break up with me. She, she told damn. me to call in and get she told me to call in to get on his head about it. So You know what I'm happened, right? You know what happened? What happened? I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I sent them to Abby. I thought they sent it. <laughs> well, I double checked today. My bad, bro. I'm sorry. I well, it looks like you have an yeah. enemy, so thank goodness it's your God versus Envy. There, there you go. Right. Thank God, right? <laughs> hey, Envy, for you to make up, man, I need you to sing at our wedding when we get married, too. You want me? That's I, gonna be the worst. At it, your wedding? Yeah. All right. What song? What song you want me to sing? You don't really want that. Man, I, I, I'm gonna find a song. She's your queen to be. Or maybe he can sing Usher Confessions. Louis loves her so much. We don't need need him to sing that, man. Him and R. Kelly got some things going on. Hey, hey, hey. Wow. We're too far. You know what? Nobody said nothing about no R. Kelly, but you know what? I'm not talking right now. Goodbye. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Miles. How are you? What's up, Miles? Get it off your chest. I'm a counselor at this this hospital, and I've been here for about 12 years. Uh And I've been coming in for an hour and a half every day early so I can do the paperwork because there's so much paperwork to do. Okay. They haven't offered me a dime. Damn. Not one dime? Well, I ain't go front. If I come to work an hour early, they ain't going to pay me for the hour that I'm not supposed to be there. I know, but they're not, they even offer to pay me. They're not even Did you ask? They don't offer to pay me either. Hold on, did you ask? 
No, I asked. Well, hold, now let's be very clear, okay? If you've been doing these things and going above and beyond, why don't you ask for a raise or some type of compensation? You think they're just going to give it to you? No, I asked for it, and then they said they didn't ask me to come in. And it, that's the truth. You work I 9 mean, to 5. You came in at 7.30. They like, oh, we ain't tell you to come in at 7.30. We tell you to come in at 9. I ain't, you know, you, you yeah, work 9 to 5. But did you set up like an official meeting and... and present your case on why you deserve a raise or more money? Yeah, I did, Angie, and then they told me, they didn't ask me to come in for <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> coming in. I, well, I, there I, you I, have I it. I kind of get it. I understand. But I've been doing it for 13 years. Give, give, me, give me a bone. You've been doing that for 13 years with no raise? For 13 years? 13 years I've been a counselor, and they haven't offered me a dime. Jeez. Yeah, you might need to look for another job. <laughs> Maybe somebody that appreciates that you no more. crazy. Yeah, yeah, I need to get out of here because I, I can't even get off a half an hour more. But Damn. I wouldn't come to I wouldn't come to work an hour and a half early anymore. I don't know, uh, maybe five minutes early. Maybe, maybe he cares about his job as a counselor. And not only that, it's about the it's about the clients. It's not about me. Right. But I need to keep up with my paperwork. You heard, and I can't keep up with it. Why well, can't? Oh. Early. Okay, all right. Well, I'm sorry for you. I wouldn't go to work until I was scheduled to. I wouldn't come in early if they're not. Maybe gonna pay you need you, bro. to be more productive during the day. Yeah. Stop yeah, calling I- a breakfast club and, and then do your work. <laughs> You're right. You're right about that. See? There, there you, you go. go. Stop All taking right, those three-hour lunch breaks. Have a good one. Thank you. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Now, we got rumors on the way? I don't know even where we should start, but uh, let's start with some surviving R. Kelly because there's a lot to unwrap oh boy. with that docuseries, and we'll be talking about that, I'm sure, for the next few days. Also, we'll talk about a family who's expecting yet another child. Well, we'll talk about it next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Ah, uh, man. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne will be back tomorrow. But let's get to these rumors. Let's talk all Kelly. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, surviving R. Kelly, that docuseries on Lifetime broke ratings records for Lifetime in many different ways. Now it got 1.9 million total viewers on January 3rd, which, by the way, was my birthday. Shout out to everybody that wished me a happy birthday. And that was Lifetime's best performance in more than two years in all key demos. They said there was over 743,000 total interactions on social media, which was their largest social premiere for any series or movie in network history. Now, there were a lot of people that were interviewed on this docuseries. It took place over six different episodes. I watched all six episodes. So let's get into a little bit of, of what happened on there. Now, there were a lot of people that saw what R. Kelly was doing, but didn't do anything to step in. Craig Williams, who worked with R. Kelly, also discusses how R. Kelly would meet these very young girls. I was traveling through High Park at one time and I stopped at a store and Rob was driving by and he was on his way to Kenwood High School. And I heard a lot about Rob going to Kenwood High School to, to hang out and I always wondered what the heck is he doing hanging around the high school. He's left high school many years ago and uh, that's all I could say on that one because I don't know but I heard that you know he was picking up a lot of a lot of kids from the school. That's so disgusting. And what's even more disgusting is everybody else in that documentary that seen what was happening, that knew what was happening, and did absolutely positively nothing. All of you up mother effers are disgusting. Now, they also, in this documentary, talked about how he would target these young women. He would go to the mall, he would go to the schools, and he would 
whoever made eye contact with him or gave him a little smile, those are the people he would target. Even his security would go over, give the girl his number. He would stay in contact. And a lot of people I saw on social media were blaming other people for R. Kelly's behavior. But the thing is that he was an adult. He knew what he was doing was wrong. He was trying to cover things up. He was forging documents. All kinds of things were going on with him. And the people around him were, yes, enabling him. But you cannot blame these young girls who were the victims. And even if they weren't young girls, if you watch the docuseries, you can see they had all kinds of specialists and psychologists on there discussing what R. Kelly was doing mentally to these young women. Very abusive mentally. And he was physically abusive as well, according to the women who were interviewed in this docuseries. One in particular scene that had a lot of people talking on social media that was heartbreaking was watching a mom who was trying to save her daughter, Dominique, from R. Kelly's hotel. My plan is just to go into the hotel. I know she's there. God didn't leave me here and then take it away. I came too close. Come on, we leave it. Come on. such an effing predator and I mean he played he played on weakness he played on the fact that these girls wanted to be stars and he knew what he was doing I mean he was R. Kelly for a lot of these young girls and there's all kinds of studies that show mm -hmm. how your brain develops and how you make decisions as a young girl he used uh, with these young girls he used his position he used his fame to draw them and lure them in and then he would slowly little by little do certain things like all right, call, call me, me daddy, daddy in the bedroom. Then it was call me daddy outside of the bedroom. Then it was, okay, you have to ask permission to use the bathroom. Need and permission next, to eat. It's and he would so. cut them off so they couldn't even speak to each other. And nobody really understood what was going on. A lot of these girls he was grooming from a very young age. Not and, not to blame the, the victims or blame the parents, but mm -hmm. where, where were the parents? Like, that, that's, that's the one thing I was kind of confused. Like, I have three kids, three girls, I should say. And I, there's nowhere I could even halfway allow my 15, 16, 17-year-old to go without talking to me for months at a time. Like, I, I just... I, I, I just couldn't, it was well, just Well, some of these parents, like Dominique's mom, didn't even know that her daughter was going over R. Kelly's house. She was mm. going with her friend. And so she's thinking she's hanging out with her girlfriend, and in reality, she found out later on that her daughter was at R. Kelly's house. That's crazy. And y'all call me crazy for watching my daughter and putting monitors on my daughter's phone and on her car. Like, y'all call me crazy for that? No. That's the reason why. Because there's predators, there's crazy people that will take advantage of your kids, and your kids being just, just child and just children, just have no clue, and it is so freaky. He is now, a monster. we'll be talking about this all throughout the morning, but R. Kelly is saying that he did not watch the Lifetime show at all, just like he said he didn't watch the sex tape um, when he was in court. Now, he's saying that he's uh, going to sue everybody that actually is involved and did interviews and all of those things uh, on the documentary. So we'll see what happens with that, but that's what his claim is, that he's going to sue everyone. Uh, and in the next hour, we'll discuss more. Worked. And, of course, we want you guys to weigh in on what you thought about this as well. Now, in other news, Latoya Luckett and Tomicus Walker, congratulations to them. They just had their daughter, so congratulations. Congrats to Baby them. Baby Gianna is Luckett's first child and Walker's second. Um, and Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, according to People Magazine, are expecting their fourth child via surrogate. So that's the plan for them. They've been talking about this for quite some time. They already have Chicago, who's one, Saint, who's three, and North, who's five and a half. Mm -hmm. So once again, another baby. Congratulations to them. But we'll talk more about Kanye West uh, later on. I'm Angela Yee, and that's your Rumor Report. All right. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. What are we talking about? The Bird Box Challenge and why you shouldn't be participating. Did you watch Bird Box? I did see Bird Box. Did you see it? Of course.
It was good. I, did, a I thought it things. was going to be really scary. That's why I watched it. It wasn't really scary. Like, I wanted to know what happened. Like, who are the monsters? What happens at the end? Like, you know, uh, those are the, some of the things I wanted to know. Like, I, I didn't get full closure. You know, it's like metaphorical. I don't know. Well, all right. We'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Before we get to front page news, we got to say good morning to our newest family member, Real 1061. Cleveland's real hip hop and R&B. What's good, Cleveland? Cleveland, Ohio. Good morning to you guys. I love Cleveland. Now let's get in some front page news. Now let's talk football. My Giants. They won last night. No, nobody no believes me. No, nobody believes me. No, well, no. The Colts beat the Texans 21-7. The Cowboys beat the Seahawks 24-22. The Chargers beat the Ravens 23-17. And the Eagles beat the Bears 16-15. And tonight is the national title game, Alabama versus Clemson. Now, what are we talking about from Page News? Let's talk about this bird box challenge that's been going on. Now, Netflix has had to issue a warning telling people not to try it at all. They said, I can't believe I have to say this, but please do not hurt yourselves with this bird box challenge. We don't know how this started and we appreciate the love, but boy and girl have just one wish for 2019 and it is that you not end up in the hospital due to memes. So people are trying to do different things where they're walking down the street or in their house and documenting those experiences blindfold. Blindfolded. Hopefully nobody gets in their car and tries to drive to the store blindfolded. I thought about it. Not getting in the car, but I thought about doing like a blindfold challenge to walk around and see if I can do it. And I had a conversation with my kids. I'd be like, if I tell you don't take this blindfold off, would you listen? They was like, Dad, but TV's on. So I know we would be dead. Like My kids is not leaving that blindfold on. Now, people have also tracked down the house, which is in the L.A. area, that was the safe house for Bird Box. And they're retracing retracing the steps of the Bird Box characters. So uh, people are doing that as well. Fans are turning up and snapping photos and recreating scenes at the mm-hmm. property and wearing blindfolds and all of that. So one person who is a homeowner uh, says that it's, you know, actually very annoying. The, ac- the homeowner sure. actually hasn't even seen the movie either. But 45 million Netflix accounts have watched the movie. And so everybody's into it. Mm-hmm. Some people are telling me they didn't like it. I didn't really like it. See, it it, it was go. okay. It wasn't like amazing and great. Like it was it was getting so many great reviews. I was like, I got to watch it. And then after, I was just like, ah, it's all right. You know what one restaurant is doing? Um, they're actually going to do an event, which is going to require that people cover their eyes. That's dope. So something like that could be kind of fun. That's dope. Or you do a party or a club and everybody got to wear a blindfold. They don't know who they dance with. I don't know if that's that a good That would idea. be dope because you never know who you dance with. It could be somebody yeah. big. It could be small, short, tall. That would be crazy. That Black, could also white. go totally left. By the way, so I don't recommend or, or, that. Oh yeah, because you know, yeah, you're right. Because I don't a, know that that's a, a good guy idea. could come up behind you. You think it's a girl, and you, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're or right. somebody could touch you inappropriately with their black and not even mean to, because they're blindfolded. You would, yeah, you, yeah, you're right. I don't think that's a good idea. Let's yeah. not do a, a party like that. You need chaperones. Or something. <laughs> yeah, you're right. All right, and let's talk about the Jasmine Barnes uh, senseless murder, a seven-year-old girl that was killed in a drive-by shooting in Houston. Now they are saying that whole situation was most likely a case of mistaken identity that involved two suspects. Eric Black Jr., 20, was arrested in a traffic stop, and Larry Woodruff is the second suspect. He's already in jail in custody on drug possession charges. He has not been charged yet in connection with the shooting. Originally, they had said there was a red pickup truck that was reported at the scene, And they said the driver was described as a white man in his 40s. Everybody was looking for this man, but it turns out that he was not the person. He probably was fleeing the scene as well. So Jasmine was 
in her pajamas in her mother's car. They so were going sad. to the store, and that's when somebody drove up next to them and and shot and killed seven-year-old Jasmine Barnes. Again, our condolences go out to Mm-mm-mm. that family. All right. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, now let's talk about this monster, this creep, this predator. R. Kelly. 800-585-1051. Did you see Surviving R. Kelly? Did you learn a lot while you were watching that docuseries? I did. I feel like a lot of things were pieced together throughout. Like, you know, people were talking about his trial and how the young girl wouldn't uh, testify. She testified and said it wasn't her on that tape. Right. Even though Sparkle, it was Sparkle's niece, identified her and so did one of her old schoolmates. And that's why he eventually did get off because they didn't have enough evidence. But people were, uh, you know, discussing, well, y'all knew about this for 25 years and now y'all want to say something and all this, this and that. But I think there were a lot of things people didn't know. Right. Well, let's talk about what people didn't know when we come back. Let's talk about everybody involved. Let's talk about this monster. And we'll take your phone calls. 800-585-1051. Did you see Surviving R. Kelly? What did you think? Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne's back tomorrow. But we're talking Surviving R. Kelly, a six-part docuseries that was on Lifetime that kind of just goes into everything that went down with R. Kelly and, and his him being a predator and a monster and all and that other stuff. And getting away with so many different things and not being able to do it all on his own, having people around him that were actually helping him. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the women in the documentary actually says, as she was one of the backup singers, Devontae Cunningham, said she saw, and other people saw, R. Kelly having sex with Aaliyah on the bus. On a tour bus, there really aren't any confined spaces. When you get on the bus, there are bunks. And so these bunks have little curtains you can pull at night if you don't want anybody to see you sleeping. So it just so happened we were all laying in our bunks. It was... and. Curtains are open, everybody's communicating, laughing. We used to play different pranks on each other. And uh, I think it was intended to prank time when the door flew open on the bus. Robert was having sex with Aaliyah. Which is so disturbing. I think Aaliyah at that time was 15 years old. And I think R. Kelly was 28 or 30. That's a, like how disgusting. Like, can you really imagine? Well, first of all, how do you even find a 15 year old girl, like, look at her in a sexual manner? I think that's awful as a grown man. Now, a lot of a lot of sickles Somebody do. Somebody should be protected. A lot of sickles do, but I, I just don't understand it. And before we go play any more clips, Angela Yee actually went to, they, they were having a premiere. I was moderating a panel at the premiere for Surviving R. Kelly. This was in December, and six of the survivors were there, were present, and they were going to do a panel afterward along with Tarana Burke, who started the Me Too movement. And somebody called in a gun threat. Now, they haven't identified who that person is. We can only guess. But all day long, R. Kelly's people have been reaching out to the publicist for Lifetime for their surviving R. Kelly documentary and threatening and all kinds of things. And then this gun threat happens. So 10 minutes into the screening, we all had to evacuate. Now, they said the phone call came from Chicago, correct? Yes. Is it... And, mm-hmm. you know, he was trying to stop the documentary before it even aired. They were trying to do whatever they could. Now he said he's going to sue everybody that was involved in this documentary. He's saying it's former employees that were disgruntled. The whole thing is lies. So we'll see. So now now also on his documentary, you know, which which I, I, like which really bothers me, Demetrius. Now, Demetrius, was, was that R. Kelly's road manager? Yeah, he worked with R. Kelly. He worked with R. Kelly, and he knew everything that was going on. He And this is another thing. He admitted on television what he did 
They should feel terrible. Like he, like for and, and enabling all of this. But he's sitting here laughing and yeah. And his I brother, his brother was yeah, like, "Look, some I, people like older women. I changed it. I like younger women." I'm like, "What the, is wrong Our with you?" He likes younger women. It's awful. It's disgusting. Do we have audio of Demetrius and some of the things he said. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's Here he is talking about actually um, forging documents for Aaliyah to marry R. Kelly. She was only 15, and they made her 18. I forged. I had papers forged for them, but Aaliyah was underage. Got the marriage license, and we were in a hotel in uh, Maywood, Illinois. It was just a quick little ceremony. She didn't have on a white dress. Robert didn't have on a tux. Just everyday wear. How do you feel comfortable with even telling that story? Like, you feel comfortable with saying, yeah, she was underage. I forged the document. Yeah, nah, she didn't have on a nice dress. He didn't have on a... T-. Like, how do you feel comfortable with yourself having that conversation? Like, don't you have kids? In addition to all of that, oh Leah did end up getting gosh. pregnant as well. And Demetrius uh, talks about knowing that Aaliyah was pregnant. Robert mentioned to me that uh, I think she's pregnant. And that broke my heart right there. I was so disappointed in him because I really believed him when he said that, you know, he wasn't doing any messing with Aaliyah because I questioned him. Once he told me that, I was like, I just, I was, I was lost for words. Man. So that broke your heart. Nothing else broke your heart. Not seeing anything else broke your heart. I do want to commend the brave women who participated <sighs> in this documentary in this docu series. That even though they're getting all kinds of uh, people saying negative things about them, and I know it's not easy, I want to commend them for being able to come on there, speak their truth. I saw how hard it was. They were breaking down as they were talking about it. There was a lot of mental abuse uh, that they allege, also physical abuse that they allege mm-hmm. uh, happened. So I know it wasn't easy. Easy, And I know we live in a, a world where people are blaming you for things and saying it's a money grab and not caring. But I think it's important for these stories to get out. Did those people get paid for the docuseries? No. All right. Well, when we come back, let's take your phone calls. 800-585-1051. Did you see Surviving R. Kelly? Let's talk about it. If you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. it. This is one of those things that you need to watch. And it's one of those things where we really shouldn't support R. Kelly. I know he's going on a tour. Like, we shouldn't be buying tickets. We shouldn't be listening to his music. DJs, we shouldn't be playing it. If you've seen what I saw and you have daughters, a sister, a mother, an aunt. If you're a human being. If you're a human being, like, you should look at this and be like, this is a dirty old man. All right, we'll take your calls when we come back. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking surviving R. Kelly. We're talking about R. Kelly, and we're getting your thoughts on the R. Kelly docuseries. 800-585-1051. Disgusting, disgusting, disgusting. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Yo, Envy, this Fahim. What's up, Fahim? What's going on, bro? Uh, good morning, y'all. Happy New Year. Uh, yeah, we speaking about this R. Kelly. Now, Fahim, uh, before we continue, did you watch all six parts? Yes, ma'am. I watched okay. the majority of it. I ain't gonna say all six. I gotta catch the one that I missed because I had to get ready for work or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, the thing is, like, this stuff been going on back when I was in school. You know, I'm 28, mm-hmm. but back when I was in school, the dope boys and all the guys that ran our city, like, the girls always were getting picked up. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's been going on. I'm not saying it's right. It's definitely not right. It's, it's been going on. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like they're just shedding light on and seeking, like, some type of publicity. You know what I'm saying? Because it's Kelly. You, you know think, what I'm saying? Who do you think wants the publicity? Like, the, the all the ones that's on there speaking about him, like, 
why wait until now to speak about it? Like, you should have spoke about it back then. Or was it getting paid to be quiet? Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't understand, like, but I Well, these girls did speak about it. That's how all this happened. There was a big expose that happened in BuzzFeed with women speaking out about what happened to them. But these women were also physically abused as well. They were definitely abused. Hello, who's this? David. David, what's up? Did you see the uh, surviving R. Kelly? Yes, sir, I did, I did. What did you think? Man, uh, you know, not defending R. Kelly or nothing, sir, but I believe everybody around him has that fault. You know, there's a saying, uh, if you holding the leg to the cow while it's getting slaughtered, you're just as guilty as the man who's slaughtering the cow. I believe all this could have been stopped a long, long time ago. You know, the, somebody around his third group. It could have been stopped, I believe. Now, I, I, so. I do I do agree with you. I, I do think R. Kelly's a monster, and he, and he should be blamed, and he should be arrested, and he should go to jail. I do think that everybody around him should go to jail, too. Demetrius, yeah. that knew what was going on and signed the the, the, the marriage license and, and forged those signatures and what forged that What about the police officers who knew what was going on and didn't do anything? Well, they, they tried. I, I, it made yeah, it seem tried. like they tried. But also, not even that, the young girl that was, I guess, 18 at the time, and she had a threesome with the 14-year-old, and, and knew that the girl was 14 and didn't do anything, she should be blamed. Like, everybody should be blamed around that, though. Not just R. Kelly. R. Kelly should be blamed. He should, be, he should rot in jail. But and let's be clear. Some of the other people, too. With the police officers, the police officers were tipping R. Kelly off of when they were going to be doing wellness checks in Chicago before those wellness checks happened. So R. Kelly had a chance to clean everything up before the police came. Mm-mm-mm. So I don't know how much the police tried. Well, they should be they should be prosecuted and arrested and rot in jail as well. Hello, who's this? T. Lee, hey, Tom. Hey, what's up, bro? Did you see the art surviving R. Kelly? Did I see it? I, I lived it, and it took me all the way back. What happened? What you mean? I saw the tape back in 1995, too, when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. So everything they saying is true. First of all, I'd like to say Happy New Year. Good morning to y'all. Happy New Year. I don't know if everybody looks at it like this, mm-hmm. but this is not the first time that they let these things slide. Kevin Spacey. Look at the young man that ran with Michael Jackson, who reported this 30, 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. But a man who sells drugs get life. But a person who messes with little boys, little kids, he can ride on. Right. Well, I don't think uh, anybody that messes with little boys will get a, just you know get nothing, just get a slap on the wrist. Uh, they go to jail for a long time. And R. Kelly really should go to jail. Like he should be arrested. I don't know if he can be arrested at at this point right now. But I mean, this is horrible. I mean. First of all, we shouldn't be listening to any of his music. We shouldn't be going to any of his shows or any of his concerts. I mean, we should not be supporting this man absolutely positively. He shouldn't be able to write for people. And I know people say, well, you know, it's his art and him as a person. I don't like him as a person. You can't separate the art from the person in this situation. And I'm not going to lie. At first, I really didn't know. I didn't know all of this. That's the thing. I honestly didn't know. You you know, of course, we all know about the the, the video of the the sex tape. But you say, okay, well, maybe. That should be enough right there. And him marrying Aaliyah should be enough. Maybe that wasn't him. Maybe that was his brother. Like, you get that little bit of a doubt. But then when you see the docuseries, you're like, F him forever. We'll take your calls. 800-585-1051. Did you see Surviving R. Kelly? Let's talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking Surviving R. Kelly, a docuseries that came on Lifetime. And when I say it was probably one of the most disgusting things that I've seen about a monster, about a predator, and me having three young daughters, I'm sitting here and, like, his ass should be whooped. I mean, his his ass should be tampered with. Like, he should be effed up. Wow. Like, it rot in jail. Like, 
He should have to face. He actually a lot was of those abused as a child face. as well. I don't know that we want him to be abused again. I don't care. Not not what he did to those girls. He's peeing he on should, a fourteen year old. He should definitely go to jail. Um, and the thing is that it's not like these are new allegations, but seeing it all together oh in goodness. a docu series, some things we had some doubt about. Uh, you know, he, they did falsify Leah's age. They said Mm-mm-mm. that she was eighteen when she was only fifteen years old when they got married on that marriage certificate. Now, I'm not blaming the parents, but where were the parents? Like, where were these parents that are these 14-year-olds and these 15-year-olds? And, like, where were the parents? And I'm not blaming, I'm not victim-blaming R. Kelly's the monster, but I'm just curious, like, where were the parents? Well, like, nobody was watching these kids Some of all? them didn't know. Your, your daughter's a teenager. She goes out with her friends. You might not know where she is all the time. They didn't have tracking devices on phones at the time. My you dad know, used to follow me. I ain't go front. My dad used to follow me and, and, and made sure I was where I was going to be. He followed me. Well, my parents didn't follow me. And I think a lot of kids' parents, they might be at work. They, they can't do that. You know, sometimes parents are, have two or three jobs to try to support their families, and they just can't follow their kids everywhere. And after school, I had to be home, and, and I had to call when I got home, and if I didn't call, it was a problem. But let's go to these phone lines. Hello, who's this? My name is Kiana Caller from PA. Hey, did you see Surviving All, Kelly? <laughs> yes, I did. I did see that trash. What did you think? Honestly, I think that people are missing the bigger picture, and the bigger picture is that this man preyed on children Absolutely. and people are saying that um the kids knew what they were doing they wanted the it children oh, I needed older men when i was uh younger but the fact that a 12 year old in the, between 12 and the age of 17 you cannot consent to sex you cannot and if your child was to come home and say oh daddy i slept with a 27 year old man you're not going to say oh it's your fault it's not your fault it's that man's fault for knowing that you were a child and still sleeping with you right. right and they're saying where where were their parents where were their parents where were your parents when you were skipping school where were your parents when you were lying to your parents to their faces saying oh mom i went to school today and knowing good then well you didn't there were so many things i did when i was younger and i got away exactly. with and i can imagine lucky. if i really wanted to do something as a kid you could make it happen you could sneak out of the house at night i couldn't I get away with nothing all kinds of things uh, the chime was on the adt system so as soon as the door opened up beep 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 I had a dog. It was dog. If the lights came on, I had to worry about my pop shooting me because he was, you know, he, he was just nervous. There oh, was I couldn't get, I couldn't do nothing in my house. Like it's, I don't know how a lot of I could not leave when I got home. Some people are call. in single parent homes where their mom works all the time and they work at nights and all. This it's just sometimes very difficult for people to watch their kids all the time. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Brianda. Hey, Brianna, what what did you think about surviving on Kelly? Um, I watched it last night for the first time. Um. I knew about, like, the beginning part and stuff, like, mm-hmm. with his wife, Drea. Um, however, I think he is really sick and twisted. I think something may have happened to him when he was, like, a child or something. I don't know, but that still is no excuse for what he's doing now. And I feel like everyone who was affiliated with it that knew what he was doing and never stopped it are sick, too, because they should have said something. These are young, innocent girls. Mm-hmm. And it's still people like that today that's out here. It's not just him. And it's he, other people, too, that's doing it. He You're does right. say that he was um, abused as a child. He did say that in an interview as well. I have to see, but I, I understand that, and I, and I feel, for, I feel an bad excuse? for anybody that's been abused. But I, that's not an excuse to pee on a, a 14-year-old girl or sexually assault Something was definitely anybody. wrong with him, and he needed help, and people around him needed to make sure he got that help that he needed, and it just didn't happen, and he's ruined lives. And something else I didn't understand. I see somebody post a video of his ex-wife uh, playing his song and, and you know, and, and groove into her song. And I, I didn't understand that either. Like, he's such a piece of ish. I wouldn't want nothing R. Kelly around me. Like, I wasn't in that. 
but I still don't want anything. Like, I, I, I damn near deleted every R. Kelly joint on my laptop. Like, I don't even want the option to, uh, to play him. Rena. Yes. Hey, good morning. Good morning. You watched the Surviving R. Kelly. What did you think? Oh, it, he's sick. That is a sick man. Why is. is him and his camp not in jail? You know, his whole camp knew what was going on. You're right. Why didn't they put them all in jail? I agree. I absolutely R. Kelly didn't even agree. end up going to jail. How about that? Mm. Okay, right. he went to trial I mean, and didn't even end up going to jail. How does he skate past the law? How does he skate past justice like that? You're right. And I think there was Thank a you, lot brother. of cover-ups going on in Chicago Police Department. He was settling with women. He paid one woman $250,000. So what happens now with R. Kelly? Like, can he still, can he be brought up on charges? Or is it just one of those things he put it out there for people to know, and it is what it is? Because they said his music jumped on, on Spotify and a lot of these places. You know, some people didn't know that much about R. Kelly I and didn't. might have been going to listen to his music. I saw people on Twitter saying, I didn't know anything about R. Kelly, and they might have been going to check it out and hear who he is. Now, I so maybe that's why, but hopefully it's not in support of him. I go front. There's a lot of kids that don't know who R. Kelly is, but they seen on the memes. Like, my son was like, Dad, who's R. Kelly? Like, I, so I can see him listening to R. Kelly's music right, to, to find out who, who he is. is. This person. But he had no clue. He was like, Dad, I seen the memes, but I don't know who this guy is. But mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, it's, it's so disgusting. What's the moral of the story? You got a moral here? The moral of the story is stop victim blaming. I hate seeing y'all go online and saying these women knew what they were doing. This is a money grab. They weren't paid for this. These are women speaking their truth. And we have to uh, want women to feel safe enough to speak the truth about what's happening with them. We want our young girls to feel safe enough in a space where they can express themselves and we can help as early as possible. Musical genius, but just a sick individual. A sick, sick person. He needs help. He shouldn't be around kids. He should be locked up and rot in jail forever. And I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a judging type person, but he's just a nasty individual. All right. Now, we got rumors on the way, E? Um, yeah. We are going to talk some more about R. Kelly, uh-huh. hear what John Legend had to say. Uh, hear uh, what else is going on with R. Kelly as far as him saying that he's suing everybody. And what does Aaliyah's family have to say? We'll tell you the statement that Aaliyah's mom made. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's clear these phone lines right fast. Of course, Charlemagne is not here. So if you want to give somebody donkey of the day, you can give anybody you want donkey of the day. Phone lines are open right now. 800-585-1051. You want to give donkey today to your mama, your papi. I, I don't care, your kids, or Kelly. It doesn't matter. Whoever you want to give donkey today to, 800-585-1051. Now let's get to the rumors and let's talk R. Kelly. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah, 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 nah. Yes, we're not done talking about R. Kelly. Now, let's discuss some more of this R. Kelly docuseries, Surviving R. Kelly. And let's be very clear, a lot of what's been going on, he still has women that are living in the house that have not been rescued, that are still living with him. Still? Yeah, to this day, there's still women that are of age, and the police are saying there's not much they can do about it. Because they're of age. If you remember, there was even that video where the woman was saying that she wanted to be there. He put her on video, released it. It was all over the place. It went viral, Mm -hmm. even though uh, family members feel like we have to save her, we have to rescue her. Okay, so let's talk about John Legend. He was on the R. Kelly documentary. I don't believe, were there any other artists besides Sparkle who worked with him that were on there denouncing him? Uh, Just those two, I believe. I'm trying to think, anybody else, but here's what John Legend said on on the documentary. R. Kelly has brought so much pain to so many people. And he should be ashamed of himself. And um, I hope there is some justice done to him at some point. Right. And 
on social media, a lot of people were commending him for uh, speaking out. And he said to everyone telling me how courageous I am for appearing in the dock, it didn't feel risky at all. I believe these women and don't give a F about protecting a serial child rapist. Easy decision. Also, I'm happy to support the work of people like my friends at A Long Walk Home who have been speaking out on behalf of the survivors for a long time. Now, other people spoke out on social media after watching the six-part docuseries. I think at first people watched it and they were like, oh, all right, we knew some of this information. But then as the story progressed, people were like, whoa. I didn't, and you see all of it together in one space. Yeah. And it's very overwhelming. Uh, now Tank posted on social media a lot. A lot of artists, songwriters, producers, record executives, etc., are very confused as to how to respond to what they've seen and heard. We've all been inspired by this man. We've been witnesses to his musical genius. We've shaped and molded talent we signed after his musical image. And he goes on to say, "I no longer have that issue. I wholeheartedly apologize for not coming to this realization sooner." Yeah, I Tank was riding separate. with him for a second. He was on tour. He with was him. on tour with him. Yeah. I cannot separate the music from the monster. My three black daughters won't let me. So he said, what hurts even more are the facilitators around him, his team, his record company, the promoters, the radio station. There has to be a line drawn. Now, Meek Mill posted, I'm not feeling R after watching that. It's so much filthy-ish going on in this industry. Nobody will ever really speak on the wild-ish because most of them could have docs like this or even worse done about them. Uh, Neil posted, there's no excuse. Music is important. It really is, but it's not more important than protecting our children. A lot of people weighed in and said what they thought. Uh, Chance the Rapper also, yes, Chance the Rapper was also on the documentary. I forgot about him. And here's, uh, he was taken out of context and had to explain himself. Now, here's what appeared on the documentary. Maybe I didn't care because I didn't value the accuser's stories. Now, here's what the full context of what he had said. Making a song with R. Kelly was a mistake. We're programmed to really be hypersensitive to black male oppression. But black women are exponentially a higher oppressed and violated group of people. Maybe I didn't care because I didn't value the accuser's stories because they were black women. Because like usually that get in trouble for like this on their magnitude of celebrity it's light-skinned women or white women that's like when it's like a, a big story and i think like never really seen any pictures of r kelly's accusers all right now he posted on social media the quote was taken out of context but the truth is any of us who ever ignored the r kelly stories or ever believed he was being set up attacked by the system as black men often are we're doing so at the detriment of black women and girls i apologize to all of his survivors for working with him and for taking this long to speak out Mm. So regardless of the fact of whether or not you used to support him, you used to listen to his music, now is the time for you to realize not a great idea. Let's move forward from this. Let's hashtag mute R. Kelly. Absolutely. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right, now when we come back, phone lines are wide open. Who do you want to give Donkey of the Day to? 800-585-1051. Whoever you want to give Donkey of the Day to, we'll do that next. Charlemagne's out. He'll be back tomorrow. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Donkey of the day. I'm a Democrat, so being donkey of the day is a little bit of a mixed question. So like a donkey. Okay. Donkey of the day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Now I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but donkey of the day is a new one. Richard. What's going on? What's up, bro? Who you want to give donkey to, bro? I'm going to give it to myself, rap. Why? Why you want to give it to yourself? Man, uh, it's been going on for a while. I've been trying to call in for a while, but I could never get through. I can't believe I made it in today. But um, 
I hurt the lady that I love more than anything in the world, man. Oh. She been riding with me, hell, since forever. I can't even remember when we wasn't together. And I did some stupid stuff and cheated, and I just need to get myself done. Oh, my today. God. How'd you get caught? All these dudes out here, man, if you're doing something stupid to your lady and she been riding with you, you're a fool. How'd you get caught? Uh, mm. She just suspected so much and was going through so much, and I was lying so much that I just had to come clean after a while because... It, uh, I don't know. It was killing me. Mm. All right, man. Well, well, how's it going now, man? I, she don't trust me, Rap. I can't get, you know, there's nothing I can do. We, but are you, st- to are be you still friends, together? We friends. We're not together. All right, well, like, that's, 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 that's part one. You got you to gotta keep going. You got you to gotta prove your trust, prove you know you made a mistake, and prove you'll never do it again. Good luck. For sure. I, I appreciate it, Rap. Y'all have a great day. You too. Crystal. Hello. Hey, Crystal. Who you want to give Donkey of the day to? Um... R. Kelly. Okay. Go ahead. Give him the donkey. So, I want to give him a donkey of the day because I, I finished watching that series last night and I woke up this morning and I just could not stop thinking about it. And mm-hmm. the main thing I was thinking about was those two girls at the end that are still there mm-hmm. and the parents that tried to go and get their daughters. And to this day. Yes, and they would not, the, the police would not go in there, and mm-hmm. I just couldn't believe that. Right. That's why I said the Chicago Police Department also, just for not protecting these women either and covering up so much of what R. Kelly was doing. Latrell. Yes. Hey, who you want to give Donkey of the Day to? Donkey of the Day goes to R. Kelly. I'm with um, you. I am beyond disappointed. I grew up listening to R. Kelly. And at first, when um, everything started surfacing about him, I uh, I just thought those were just allegations. And after watching the Dodson series, um, it brought tears to my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, too, think that he needs to be prosecuted. I think that justice should be served. And that's that. And there's still that young girl, Asriel Clary, who they're saying is trapped inside of his sex cult, uh, and her parents aren't hearing from her at all. Her parents trusted him. They thought their daughter was safe because they were involved. He said he was a protective father, and they can't find her. All right. They haven't heard from their daughter since 2016. Yeah, that's a problem. We got to run up in that crib. And I know it's against the law, but hey, sometimes you got to go to jail. I'm going to run up in that crib and pull my daughter out. But... All right. Thanks, you everybody, for calling and giving uh, whoever you wanted Donkey today. R. Kelly definitely deserves it. And I want to give Donkey of the Day to people on social media that are saying that these women are doing this for attention. They're doing it for money. That are trying to blame everybody else and take the blame away from R. Kelly. Okay, yes, there are a lot of people that are coming to the realization now, and there's nothing wrong with that. I wish w- that this would have happened a lot earlier. Uh, I haven't listened to R. Kelly music in years, so... You know, there's that. But I, I do think people were bamboozled by what was in the news and what was in the media. Absolutely. All right. Now, when we come back, let's talk Kevin Hart. 800-585-1051. He was on Ellen recently, and they were talking about him being, I guess, not banned, but him not being able to host the Oscars. And now well, he quit. He stepped down. Now they're saying that, you know, they, they want to give him the opportunity to host it again. Yeah, they never told him that he couldn't host the Oscars. Mm-hmm. He stepped down from hosting the Oscars because he didn't want to apologize at first. So let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Should Kevin Hart host the Oscars? Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking Kevin Hart, and we're asking, do you feel like he should host the Oscars? Uh, a lot of people say no. A lot of people say yes. Now, if you don't know what happened with the Oscars and, and Kevin Hart, you... Well, Kevin Hart was supposed to host the Oscars. He ended up stepping down, and that's because of these old tweets that they brought back up. Yo, if my son comes home and tries to play with my daughter's dollhouse, I'm going to break it over his head and say in my voice, stop, that's gay. And then he said, okay, I'm just now waking up and in a good mood, so I think I'm going to go to the gym and get big, no homo. And then he said, LMAO, at all of the women asking me where the pick is, I'm not passing along a pick of a naked man. That would make me gay by association. So he has um, stated that he apologized for those in the past, but I guess he didn't feel like having to rekindle those apologies. Right, so the, Oscars, wa- down. the Oscars wanted him to apologize to be able to host the awards, right? That's, that's what it was, right? Yeah, and um, he he did end up apologizing again for anybody who he hurt by those comments from Correct. the past. They were from, like, 2011, some from 2009, but he felt like he would be a distraction at this time. Now, the ac- Academy did want to rehire him to host the Oscars, and Ellen DeGeneres even sat down and spoke with him on one of her episodes, and she wants him to still lead the ceremony. seems like he does want to reconsider it, so well, here's we, what happened on Ellen. But we have audio here of uh, when he was on Ellen. I called the Academy because mm-hmm. I, I really want you to host the Oscars. I think that I was so excited when I heard they, that they asked you. I thought it was an amazing thing. I knew how important it was and how it was a dream, so I called them. I said, Kevin's on. I have no idea if he wants to come back and host, but what are your thoughts? And they were like, oh, my God, we, we want him to host. We feel like that maybe we, he misunderstood or it was handled wrong or maybe we said the wrong thing, but we want him to host. What, whatever we can do, we would be thrilled. So what do you think, E? Do you think uh, he should host him or do you think he should just let it go? Uh, I think that Kevin Hart said that he's been wanting to host the Oscars. It's been a dream of his, but I understand now there's all this hoopla around it. But I do think that in order for the bigger picture, I would love for Kevin Hart to host the Oscars, honestly, for the bigger picture of things of, you know, uh, him... Because this keeps on happening now. People are bringing up old things that were said, and he is a comedian, and he would never say that in this day and age. It's something he said a long time ago. He did apologize, and I don't think there's anything wrong with apologizing for something. If this is the space that he wants to be in, you are going to be scrutinized, and he has said and stated many times, this is a space he wants to be in. He does want to host the Oscars. He's mainstream, so... Sometimes I think you got to just get over it and get past that hump. See, I'm, I am I wouldn't host it. I want him to host it. I'm a huge Kevin Hart fan. Of course, we all know Kevin Hart up here as a person. He's a great person, great individual. But when you start making demands of me, that's when I start getting a little shaky. Like, if you want to host, you have to apologize. Well, I apologize already. And I'm apologize when I feel like I have to apologize. Not because you are making me apologize to, you know, perform or to host your Oscars. That's the only reason why I wouldn't host it because you're not going to make me do anything. Like, I apologized already. I said I was sorry. This is old. We've I've, I've addressed this before, and you're not going to make me do anything. Now, that's how I honestly feel. And also now, it's, it's so much hoopla around it. Like, I don't know necessarily if I would want to do it. I would love to see Kevin Hart, but... I don't think I would want to I think it. it's a good claim to make, though, that now you're more mature. It's a good example True. to set for other people. And I don't think that if you've said something and some people are offended and hurt by it and you want to be in this mainstream space, 
sometimes you do have to say, okay, I was wrong. I was young. I was immature. Some people might not have heard his apology the first time. Yeah, but how many times do I got to apologize? I got to keep apologizing? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I apologize. I'm going to be honest. I didn't know he apologized for it before. So if that means you're just like, look, I do want to host the Oscars. I said things back in 2009, 2011 that I would never say in this day and age. I never meant to offend anybody. I think it's an ego thing when you are... Uh, you know, I just don't want to apologize. But he like did. Like, in people's feelings, he did after he stepped down. Well, let's you know? go to the phone lines. Nikita! Hi! Hey, Nikita, good morning. Good morning. You think Kevin Hart should uh, host the Oscars? I think he should, but I think he was treated unfairly this first go-around in the first place. Like, I don't think it was right um, how they were pressuring him. I think he said that's how he felt a while ago. Um... And society has grown in consciousness a lot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a lot of things that we used to say five, ten years ago, we would not say now. Correct. And, you know, I think, I don't know what they wanted from him. And Nick Cannon made a good point on Instagram showing Sarah Silverman and other comics have said messed up things in the past, too. And it's not held against them the same way it was held against Kevin Hart. Yeah, so but I, I don't, it was but it's not like they fired him. You know what I'm saying? And I think if they would have brought this up, because this happened to Brett Ratner when he was supposed to produce the Oscars, and he actually, they actually ended up firing him for that. Mm. Well, okay, yeah. So Kevin Hart did step down, but it felt like it, it felt like he was he might have been fired. I don't know. I don't know. No, 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 no. He, he stepped had, down. He stepped down. They he told him, down. you know, they just wanted him to apologize, and he didn't want to do that. But no, he did you. end up apologizing anyway. He did apologize, but I felt like he apologized because he wanted to, not because the Oscars were making me apologize, but. When we come back, we'll take more calls. 800-585-1051. When we're talking Kevin Hart, should he host the Oscars? We're taking your opinions. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now we're talking Kevin Hart, and we're asking, should Kevin Hart host the Oscars? Now, if you just joined us, Kevin Hart stepped down. You want to explain why he stepped down, Yee? Uh, he stepped down because of some old tweets uh, that resurfaced that were homophobic. All right, well, let's go to the phone lines. Should Kevin Hart host the Oscars? Hello, who's this? Good morning, good morning. My name is Daytria. I'm calling from Virginia. Hey, Daytria. Now, we're, we're talking Kevin Hart and these Oscars. You think he should uh, host them? I think he should host them. Mm-hmm. I definitely think that he should go I back agree. And, and host them. He he held firm to his words. He held his own, yeah. He, yeah, he, he, still, he stood strong on his words. I think that'll and make some people so mad. That's why he should do it. Exactly. It seems like they're begging him almost, so... His point was proven, mm-hmm. and as long as he does it now after they've asked him to do it again, next time the trolls find something, people are going to ignore it. Right. Okay. Is it too late to speak on Kelly? Because I've been calling for like two Go hours. Go ahead, get it off. I know you want to. Go ahead, get it off, mama. I got to get it off because I'm a, I'm a mother of a new son. Right. And, and I hear a lot of points, but one point I've not heard anybody make. And it breaks my heart because I'm looking at this two-year-old boy, and then I hear R. Kelly say, say that he's been touched and started being touched and found by a family member at six or seven years old all the way to he was 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. Monsters mm-hmm. are created. They're right. not born that way. So to picture an innocent, beautiful boy being tarnished, mm-hmm. it breaks my heart that he grew up to be this monster because somebody made him that way, and it makes me more protective of my children. So I just want to say to the listeners, protect your kids. Know who's watching your kids. It's your family members. In mm-hmm. black culture, we sweep things under the rug. We don't deal with it. Yep, it was his own family so, member right. that was touching him. And they didn't. They never said who. And I, I always wanted to know why they never like. Why I do believe we his brothers people? said that it was their sister. Mm. 
That's what his brother said in an interview. Because he said he was getting, his brother was getting touched too, and they, I just never really, they never really said, I never, well, like, why do we protect these people? But anyway, back to Kevin Hart. We can talk about R. Kelly all day long. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Jew. Hey, we're talking uh, Kevin Hart. Do you think he should host the Oscars? Yeah, he should host. I mean, if he has the opportunity, it's always good to add it to his resume. I mean, Kevin Hart, I mean, it's not funny to me, but um, I think he's, he's been doing good. What? I mean, career-wise. What, you what know, he and he said he really, he, he really wanted to host the Oscars. He said he it was a dream of his. That's Correct. why I think he should have overcome this, and I think that it would have been a great example because it's been happening a lot to people with these old tweets, and I think for him, he could have really set a precedent for other people as well. It's not just about him, but it's, you know, just overcome this and right. laugh at the haters that didn't want you to do it, and now they made you step down. All right, well... I mean, whatever Kevin Hart wants to do, I mean, you know, he's a, we, we support him whatever he does. He, yeah. He's always showing us love. He's I just would have loved to watch person. the Oscars and seeing Kevin Hart host. Me too. Me too. That's all. Now, Maybe I'm selfish. Have we got rumors on the way? Uh, yes, let's talk about some people who actually broke up. This couple was supposed to get married. They've been engaged for the longest. It felt like it wasn't going to happen, and now they've officially broken up. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. Is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club? All right. Well, Tony Braxton and Birdman have broken up, so it seems now. Birdman posted on his Insta story, "It's over," and then he got rid of all his pictures on Instagram. And then Tony Braxton also deleted her Instagram pictures, and she posted one picture of herself. So. Don't know exactly what happened. Uh, she said, starting a new chapter isn't always an easy choice, but always choose to be chosen. Cheers to a new year. They also don't follow each other on the gram anymore. That couple just always seemed odd to me. I, I don't know. It just, they didn't seem like they were, <coughs> like, it just, they didn't match. But who am I? I just, I, I just didn't see it or expect it. Right. In addition, they're saying that Tony Braxton owes almost a half a million dollars in taxes as well. So hopefully she takes care of that. Uh and this, you know, well, there they go. She owes somebody. He allegedly owes somebody. So maybe that's how it was. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. All right. Now, Donald Trump and Kanye West are continuing their love affair. Oh, my goodness. Now, Kanye West had tweeted out on New Year's Day. One of my favorite of many things about what the Trump hat represents to me is that people can't tell me what to do because I'm black. From now on, I'm performing with my MF and hat on, including three drag. And he put three dragon emoticons. Um saying that, you know, him and Donald Trump are dragon energy. So Donald Trump said, thank you to Kanye West for your nice words. Criminal justice reform is now law passed in a very bipartisan way. Kanye tweeted out, Trump all day. Just so in 2019, you know where I stand. You know, the thing with Kanye West, he tries to do a lot of good. He tries. Well, I'm not going to say he tries. He does a lot of good. He helps out a lot of people in Chicago. He comes to the rescue when people need his help. But then he makes a left turn and then he starts loving Trump again and, and saying that he's going to wear his hat again and Trump is this type of energy. And then the next day he goes at Drake and says, stop putting those evil emojis. And he's, he it's needs very help. confusing. He needs help. Like his, his wife needs to sit him down and be like, look, we need to get through this together. He needs help. Like this is not funny. You're selling sneakers. People support you. They like He's your music. selling sneakers. No, he is. Because <laughs> at first I thought it was maybe it was he wanted to sell more sneakers. But he needs I don't know if that helps. Help. He needs help. All right. And speaking of the family, let's talk about Kendall Jenner. Now, she was about to make a huge announcement. Everybody was all riled up. What's it going to be? There was a tease for what this announcement could be. And here it is. When I was 14, I couldn't reach as many people as I can now. Now that I'm 22 and I have this whole thing behind me, I can, I can speak to so many people and just be like, I can help you. 
and it's okay, and I, and I experience it, I'm very normal, and like, I understand you. Like, I can connect with you. I'm gonna try and help. Now, what could she have been talking what? about? It was very dramatic, and then the big reveal came, and here's what it was. I remember last year, I was at an award show, and I got on the carpet, I felt really good about myself. Then I remember going online and seeing all the horrible things people were saying about me and my skin. If you have acne, there's a feeling that you'll never get out of it, but there definitely is an ending, and there definitely is a solution for you. For me, I can honestly say that the magic was proactive. <laughs> that was the big deal. So proactive, the thing that we see in the mall and all the time, proactive, that's what she's endorsing now? Yeah. They cut her a check. Uh, those checks are nice from proactive. So yes, that was what she can connect with you with. Does proactive really work? I believe it does. I've heard um, some good stories. I heard that when you stop using it, though. Your face starts breaking out again? That's what I've heard, so... Okay. I don't know, but if anybody uses it, let us know. All right, Michael B. Jordan, he's going to be doing his campaign with Coach. He's the first global men's face, so congratulations to him. He's part of the spring 2019 campaign. He is their new leading man. Good choice. Okay. And another person who just did a major deal is Chris Brown. All right, so you just heard about three major deals. Kendall Jenner with Proactive. <laughs> right. Then Michael B. Jordan with Coach. And now Chris Brown has done a new deal with RCA Records. And he is going to become one of the youngest musicians to ever own any of his own master That's recordings. That's amazing. The way that deal is structured. Congratulations to him. I don't know if he's the youngest artist because I think 21 one Savage. One of the youngest. Yeah, one of the youngest artists. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm proud of him. And I'm proud of what he's done in this music industry. He got his own masters back. He still sells zillions of units. So that is big. And back to Michael B. Jordan. You said coach. I didn't know what coach was. I was like, what the hell is coach? You don't know what coach is? A coach, is? The, the leather company that sells yeah. that? Oh, my goodness. They are, that's like Michael Kors right now. Like, coach is, is dope. Like, that that that's a smart, give coach a round of applause. That is a smart decision. Do you know how many women are going to go buy a coach? How many men? Because they want to be like Michael B. Jordan also? Men as well? What? That's okay. good. He, he just wears no shirt and wear a coach belt. That's all he has to do. All right. Not well, to say I would go in there and buy it because of him, but we'll I'm, see you in it soon. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. And shout out to Doc's Bake Shop. They made me a beautiful cake for my birthday, which was last week, January third. It's beautiful. It's red roses with gold. So thank Are those you so edible much. Edible roses. For, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shout out to it's Doc's. It's a blue Bakery. velvet cake underneath the red. Okay. Shout to them. Which turns your poo blue if you've never had it. And sometimes, depending on what your digestive system is like, it could be a darker hue of blue. I don't know if that's healthy. If it's the dye from the... My, my, I mean, my poo that. blue. I don't know if I want to... It's like a, it makes you exactly. feel like a little smurf. Okay. You're like, wow. All right. amazing. All right. All right. Well, up next is the People's <laughs> Choice Mix. And let's... This we were talking about Chris Brown. Let's start the mix off with some new Chris Brown. I love this joint. Revolt will see you guys tomorrow. Charlemagne will be back tomorrow. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout to Disney on Ice. I had an amazing time last night. I went out there, took the whole family, grandma and nanny, and we had a, a wonderful time. I mean, I'm older than my kids, of course, and I, I was excited. Like yeah, I, jumped, I would hope so. I jumped out of my chair when I see Mickey and Minnie. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I'm, I, I really did. And and when you know they, they tried to kill the, the, the queen, I, I really got upset. So shout to Disney on Ice. We had an amazing time. If you ever get a chance, definitely head out there. I know they're heading out to, uh, I think, Long Island next. But Disney on Ice, if it comes in your city, I enjoyed it. And this is not an ad. I just really enjoyed it. Now, when we come back, we got your positive note. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club.
Now it's time for your positive note. Charlemagne will be back tomorrow. You got some positivity? Yes, and today's positive note is never be ashamed of a scar. It simply means that you were stronger than whatever tried to hurt you. All right, so shout out to everybody out there who is surviving whatever it is that you're surviving. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?